This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The fate of peculiardom hangs in the balance in the desolations of Devil's Acre, the epic conclusion to the number one New York Times best-selling Miss Peregrine's Peculiar Children's Series by Ransom Riggs. Race through history's most dangerous loops in this thrilling series the New York Times calls a visually rich literary experience. Get The Desolations of Devil's Acre out now from Penguin Random House wherever books are sold. Also available as an audiobook. Welcome everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh- uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, we really got to stop meeting like this because, I mean, with the uh, the extra episode that we did for the feedback, that was episode 50, which was an awesome episode. Thank you to everybody for all the questions uh, that you sent in. We've really been talking a lot lately. Yeah, it's nice talking to you, though, Rick. I don't get to see anybody anymore, pretty much. So True. it's nice to have you to talk to and James Navo to talk to on the Madhouse podcast. So that's basically my social life is talking to my podcast partners, which is fine. I'm down with it. And if you want to talk to us, very easy to do. I'm fatpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at I'm fatpod and Facebook.com slash I'm fatpod. Also, we're on Instagram at I'm fatpod. And did you see the picture I put up yesterday, Rick, of Akeem Hicks yes. <laughs> wearing, <laughs> wearing a mask? <laughs> it looks like he's got a post-it note on his face. Seriously. <laughs> I felt the pain of Akeem Hicks with the mask yesterday and the beard doesn't help things for him either. Well, right. Because yeah, he's like one thing I got told when I started doing the beard is don't let it get wider than the shape of your head. Cause then it obviously just makes it appear that your head's even bigger than it already is. Well, uh, Akeem has not followed that. <laughs> and Akeem's face looks like a square. It does. And they, then he put a little square mask on there and his nose and mouth recovered, which is the important thing, but right. it just looked, that thing was struggling to hang on. I think it was, uh, the, the, the cords on the mask were definitely stretched out. I would think, but that that's the, you know, the tough part about being a guy over 300 pounds, uh, man. But yeah, just like, dude, I just feel for those giant NFL players, like how they're going to handle that. Oh, yeah. That's custom made masks, which I'm sure they will. Uh, but man, it's just a, just a weird time to be alive, basically. Yeah. So, uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast too. I was trying to think of a good transition. There really isn't one for that. No. So, Mm-mm. just subscribe, rate, and review, please. A lot of you have. We've gotten a lot of new ones in the last week, so thank you for that. Uh, and also tell a friend because we always like to expand in every way of life. Jay, you horrified me, or er, in the last few days. By showing me a beer. And that, that, that takes a lot to do because I like beer. You like beer. Lots of us like beer. However, I think we may have gone too far. 
Yeah, uh, a lot of people saw this on social media. I posted it on our Twitter account too, the I'm Fat Podcast Twitter account. French's Mustard Beer by Oscar Blues Brewery. Here's a description on the website. This is mustard that's sipped, not squeezed. For National Mustard Day, we created the brightest brewski you'll ever taste. Perfect for summer barbecues. It's a semi-tart tropical wheat beer infused with citrus fruits to complement French's classic yellow mustard. The flavor includes hints of key lime, lemon, tangerine, and passion fruit to create a tart, refreshing match for the spice and zip of the mustard. Grab a can and see for yourself. After all, it's mustard o'clock somewhere. Let me say this. Uh, <clears throat> let me clear my throat. No! <laughs> I will not be. That sounds awful. And even, like... Everyone knows that listens to this podcast. Rick and I are not the biggest mustard. Oh, you like mustard. I don't yeah, like, I like mustard. mustard. I, I like ketchup. I would not try ketchup beer. Some things are beer. Some things are not. I will say the little bit of this that has me interested in it, in it is how would it do as a, uh, like, a, I guess you wouldn't call it a marinade, but if you get, cook your beer brats in it, right? I'll okay. bet that would be pretty good. I think if you used it for cooking, it could work. Just to sip. The taste of mustard? Hell no. Yeah, I like how they try and make it seem a little bit better by saying, but it's got key lime and passion fruit and lemon. And it's like, I am a mustard guy. I am like my ideal Italian sausage has just mustard on it. That's all I that's all I need. However, that's food, not beer (laughs) and not the basis of a beer. Yeah, and the other thing is key lime. I don't want right. mustard on key lime. That doesn't make any sense at all. I yeah. would not even, if someone's like, take a sip, I would say no. No, I have no interest in tasting what that tastes like. Even if everyone's like, you know what? It's better than you think, like it is with Natter Days, which is actually true. True. Uh, no, not interested. Out of principle, I will not taste your beer. Unless I'd like to uh, sponsor the show, in which case I'll try it. <laughs> I mean, we've got to be honest, so. Yeah, of course. If if someone had it and I was offered a sip, and as long as I was not paying for said sip, <laughs> I'd probably go for it just to try a sip to say I did. Other than that, no, I just have no desire. That Yeah, well, ugh. a lot of these things are created for the purpose of, of getting some conversation going, yeah. right? And I'm sure that was probably 80% of Oscar Blues's plan here was just like generate conversation, get people to the website, get people talking about it, which is actually pretty smart. I'm sure it's a limited release sort of a thing. Sure. It's not something I think they're expecting to be overly successful. Um, but Oscar Blues beer in general, by the way, how do you feel about them? I tried the the little yellow pills and did not love it. I don't think I've had. Yeah, it's like in a, the cans look cool. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I'll, I'll try this. And I was like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of meh. And I don't think the French's mustard beer is going to change my mind on that. Uh, no, no. Yeah, there's there's so many things wrong with that. And I'm someone that really likes mustard. Yeah, just some things are like, okay, let's think of some other things, right? Like, I really like salsa. Yes. I don't want salsa flavored beer. Right. I really like uh, shrimp cocktail sauce. Not interested in it. I'm not interested in a buffalo wing sauce beer. Some things are sauces. Some things are beverages. Yeah, it's almost like the chip thing where chips are going too far with the types of flavors that they're putting into a chip. 
it's like that for beer now. Like, cause now that, you know, we are fully into, and you know, I don't even know if we're maybe heading on the other side of the craft beer craze, you're running out of stuff and ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly. Like, it's like, it's like movies. Like yeah. if, okay. If, if the, if the mustard beer was a movie, what, what movie would it be? Geely. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the one with uh no what's the one with mariah carey is that glitter uh i think you're i th- yeah. think what? showgirls oh yes. wait no it can't be showgirls because at least that movie has something appealing about it <laughs> yeah there's like at least you're like well at least there's that right right what oscar was blues the... mustard beer no what was the uh, like space movie with? I think it was John Travolta. That was like one of the worst oh, rated movies ever. Where he had like dreadlocks. Yes. Oh God. <sighs> Let me look it up. <laughs> now I, it's gonna bug the hell out of me. Travolta dreadlocks. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. Yes. That's yeah. it. <laughs> no, the worst movie I've ever seen, and. I say this without hesitation. Batman and Robin with Mr. Freeze, Arnold Schwarzenegger, with all the ice puns. Oh, God. I've never walked out of a movie before, aside from Pulp Fiction, when the date I was with got sick from the adrenaline needle scene. I'm like, we're leaving? We had to leave? Like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but she like got physically ill, so we had to leave. Did you break up with her of- while she was physically ill or after? Um, we are still friends to okay. this day. So she's the one with the seven kids. Oh. Um, yeah, not mine. Uh, definitely not mine for sure. Um, but but anyway, Batman and Robin is the one movie I'm like, this is terrible. And I, I'll go for some cheesy action movies. Like I'm not above it. That is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Batman and Robin, terrible. I'll have to think well, about you mine. By the way, you by the way, you mentioned chips. Yes. Um, I have rediscovered an old favorite. Uh, the Jay's hot stuff chips. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so good. So as you know, uh, I killed Don's hot dogs in Orlin Park because I right. thought about them too much, so they exploded naturally. By the way, an emailer tells me there's a Don's on 179th Street and Wolf Road. I'm not sure if it's the same company or not, but I'm gonna check it out. Um, so I had to go to Bo's Hot Dogs in Homewood, which is the same kind of hot dog. But they don't have fries. I'm like, whatever, don't fries. I'll deal. But they got really good tamales, good dogs. Went there this weekend, and I got those hot stuff chips. Mm-hmm. Man, those are so good. And and it's not like you know, like the flaming hot brand is a little bit different. Like the flaming hot is there's more of a different flavor to it. I would say the hot stuff is a little more barbecuey than it okay. is like just purely hot. But the Jay's hot stuff, just a regular potato chips are my new number one of my power rankings as far as as potato chips go. They were awesome. So I went to uh, Walt's the other day, set my watch back 20 years, walked into Walt's. Yeah. Uh, they had two bags of Jays, uh, any variety for five bucks, like boop, boop, two bags of the hot stuff right in my cart. I was thrilled. I could not wait to get home and just dive into one of those bags. That's awesome. It's always great when you rediscover something like that. I actually had an experience like that um, literally this morning because... So for full disclosure, uh, my right before we started recording, 
my mother-in-law and my wife frantically left because like, you know, we live in a small place, so it's <laughs> tough to like do anything else while I'm also recording a podcast. Right. So they're nice enough to like go into the lobby area to eat lunch. She brought, uh, my mother-in-law brought over chilies and I hadn't had the chicken bacon ranch quesadilla in quite a while. And mind you, I get mine without the ranch and I just asked them for their like salsa so mm-hmm. I can just dip it in, dip the quesadilla into the salsa. Man, that's a good bite. Just, yeah, I, you get the chicken, you get the bacon, you get cheese, and then their salsa is really good on the side. And if you want the sour cream, it's there for you. I chose not to, but the salsa is really good. And it's not a dry bite either. Like you worry about the chicken maybe being a little overdone or something like that. Mm-hmm. Chicken's still juicy, so it's it's a really, really good bite. I have to say, and I know that chilies, like, everything comes already with grill marks on it frozen, and I've seen all the news stories about how it's not fresh. I don't care. Chili's is damn good. And you could walk in there with your family and walk out, like, spending maybe 25 bucks for, like, a, a two-course meal and maybe a dessert. Like, it's dirt cheap. Kids love it because they can get their mac and cheese. My daughter likes it because there's a little, like, uh, video games on the kiosk on the yeah. table. And you can check out right there. I love going to Chili's. Those chicken crispers, man, they're really, really good. Um, but you just know, you know, you have to kind of plot out your visit because after you have those, you're you're on a you're on a time clock to get home. <laughs> oh, I also <laughs> like the uh, the Cajun chicken pasta. That's really good. That's what Hope gets every time. Yeah, it, it's incredible, and I believe it's on the two for twenty or whatever the hell it's called now. So. I think that's always a really good option. Not as much of a shot clock type situation with the Cajun chicken (laughs) pasta or with the bacon chicken quesadilla. So that, yeah, that's always a plus as opposed to the crispers, but man, like their chips are so light. They are. They're very airy. Mm -hmm. Now I do sometimes struggle because sometimes they can't bear the brunt of the salsa. True. And you have to go digging through the salsa for your uh, broken chip, which is not ideal when there's a pandemic happening. Right. You don't want your fingers in the salsa that you're sharing with the whole table. Uh, but th- th- they taste terrific. And uh, I could eat like 75 pounds of those things, it feels like. Also they are the very Texas heavily. Fr- Have I had those? Are they like the standard fries? They're like the steak fry or are they steak fries? They're like fries with the little bit of jalapeno and cheddar oh. on top of it. And yeah, I never it's, had those. Yeah. Like it's on one of those like menu where it's like. I don't know if it's like two for 20 or whatever, where you can get like an appetizer and then you each get one of the four or five entrees they allow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the appetizer options and it is glorious. All right. Well, I'm going to keep that in mind because we I know we're well, if Chili's doesn't explode now because I've been talking about them too right. much, uh, we're definitely going to go there soon because Ho- Hope was talking about it yesterday uh, and now I'm talking about it. So that that seed has been planted. Uh, and while we're on the thing of chips, this is a common theme of this show. Yesterday, went out for like a little social distance uh, potluck with my friends. Like I've told you, we've had like two quarantine families that we've seen. And th- those are like the six people we're allowing ourselves to be around. So went out for a little potluck uh, last night. And my friend Sarah and her husband, Brian, who's a P1 to the podcast, they put out chips and salsa for everybody. And I'm like, what chips are these? Did you make these? Are these homemade Here's what they were. And you've probably seen these and dismissed them scoffingly. Like, those are not authentic. Get these out of my face. Because I almost always go for the donkey chips or the rancheros. Those are my two favorite. The ones we had last night. 
on the border, Mexican Grill and Cantina, cafe-style tortilla chips. Oh, yeah. These, those yeah. In, in the restaurant? Yeah. Have you... Have I assume you've been to an on the border, right? I have, but I didn't know they sold the same style of chips in the back at the grocery store. These are like they taste like they were deep fried. They're absolutely the best uh, bagged tortilla chip I've ever tried. They're unreal on the border cafe style. That's interesting. I when I was working at Target, I ate a good amount of on the border because one of the managers there, uh, her husband was I don't know if he was the executive chef at that one or just one of the chefs there, but we would at always Target? Yeah. <laughs> he well, made the at... popcorn and warmed up the Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow, <laughs> chef, you're amazing. Yeah, no, at a, at the on the border that was like oh, a okay. block or two away. <laughs> I'm always good for leaving out a detail or two that's fairly crucial. Uh <laughs> no, I knew what you were saying, I'm just being a dick. But uh <laughs> But no, like every once in a while, like she would go over to the on the border, just to say hi to her husband while she was on lunch and come back with like a giant bag of chips. And like they'd be sitting in the break room and everybody would have some, you know, before quarantine when Ugh. we all thought that was fine. And uh, yeah. yeah, those are really that's a great call. Those are quality chips. Yeah. But I had no idea because, you you know, you go through the chip aisle and you see like the Chi Chi's brand or whatever. And you're like, those can't be good. Right. They're just slapping a label on there and they're 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 not good. And usually when I'm like, well, they don't have the authentic, so I'll just go with Tostitos since they're like a known commodity. Sure. On the border, cafe style, absolutely 10 thumbs up. They were terrific. So, so good. I, I, I was very, very pleased with them. And then Sarah made homemade salsa. Like They took all the stuff out of their garden and just made salsa with it. Oh, wow. Jalapenos, red onions, white onions, uh, tomatoes, cherry tomatoes. It was just Oh, it was perfect. It was so, so good. And then Brian smoked a pork belly. That was, it was just, it was a really good night. And, uh, I'm, I'm now I'm hungry again. Great. I was going to say, it sounded (laughs) like you were maybe a little more than hungry. I just wanted to be sure. It was pretty good. I have to say it was, it was quite delicious. Okay. So, so one thing that I saw, this is from the daily meal. Uh, they took the, the, made a list of the best burger in each state. Yeah. So I wanted to get your thoughts. If you've been to the place that Illinois is listed to have the best burger, if you, or if you've had the burger or anything, cause like, I'll be honest because I'm a rube and I'm from the, uh, you know, from the burbs and always been from the burbs. It's I, true, feel, I, I feel like I've heard of Oshaval, but I've never had it. And this burger looks good to me, except it'd be more for you because it has an egg on it. Yeah, uh, I have had Oshaval, um, and it is by consensus the best burger in Chicago. Okay. Let me say this. And as a fat, I want to make myself clear, okay? I love burgers. I think burgers are awesome. I get them all the time. I love to eat them. I just think that there's not a huge difference jump in quality from one to another right like you're either getting like a pub tavern style burger Mm -hmm. that's like the angus beef and it's well seasoned it's a big hunk of meat with different and interesting toppings on it right or you get the basic fast food burger the mcdonald's the wendy's and those have a little bit more variety because of how they're prepared mcdonald's is more salty maybe a little bit sweet because of the bun burger king has the grilled taste because it's flame broiled and then Wendy's is kind of like in the middle. But as far as like gourmet burgers go, I don't find a huge difference aside from the creativity of the toppings. 
Alcheval was excellent. I think the best burger I've had in Illinois was from Kuma's. That was awesome. Uh, the, and it was I and I, I fail. I don't have the menu in front of me, but it was the same one with the egg on it. Uh, the fried egg to me, that's that seals it. That's like that to me is how you make an, a burger perfect. Uh, maybe some jalapenos, maybe some breaded jalapenos on there. The or the breaded onion straws make it great. But to me, there's no better topping aside from cheese, bacon. To me, egg is like number three. And if you throw all those things on there together, you've you've won my heart and my arteries. <laughs> <laughs> What's left of them? Uh, yeah, right. I think I wish I could remember where I had it, but I had a burger. The best burger I've ever had was a regular like solid angus burger that also had chorizo Ooh! and the chorizo was covered by pepper jack cheese oh that sounds really good yes it was incredible because the burger was probably a, a hair more done than most would like it but Anything that's missed in terms of juice is clearly made up for by the chorizo. So just all of that being like suctioned in there by the cheese. Oh, my God. And then it was spicy because of that chorizo. And yeah, yep, that that is a burger that. I wish I remember where I had it because I would make a point to have it again. It is so good okay there's two or, or so out of state ones that i've had in well lake geneva's yeah that's what's is that there yeah. i wonder who the i didn't scroll down to see who who won wisconsin because i got to the one i want to talk about okay um but um spreckers is that what yes. it's called in wisconsin yes went there in lake geneva and had uh the burger there that was delicious they take the um the uh the cheddar like the big like merc's cheddar Mm-hmm. And just like grab like a like a paint scraper and just go right on the burger. So it's that it is literally spreadable cheese on the burger. That's delicious. And then the one that's listed here in Michigan, it's in New Buffalo. I've seen the sign so many times, and I want to stop. Redimax. You've probably seen this, Rick. It's got like a big cartoon guy eating a burger with like it's big and it's like a red cartoon. It's got big teeth. It's been there forever. This is the place in New Buffalo that is the top burger in Michigan. It says, uh, expect to wait when you order a burger, the Velveeta cheeseburger cut and ground in-house. These five and a third or eight ounce patties are cooked medium well and draped with a glob of melty oozy Velveeta. It's served with ketchup, mustard, pickles, and onion with lettuce and tomato on request. And it's got the crinkle cut fries. I'm looking at the photo of this burger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Redimax. I've Every time I drive by the sign, I'm like, someday we should stop there. We should stop there someday. I'm going to do it this time. Next time I'm up in that area, which is not, it's pretty often considering how far east I live. I'm like 20 minutes from the Indiana border. And New Buffalo is maybe an hour from my house. Oh, wow. If that. Yeah. So I'm going to try Redimax next time I'm there. If, if you guys have had it, I know a million people have had it. It's kind of an institution. Let us know what else to get at Redimax. Uh, I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Okay. So for Wisconsin, for those keeping score at home, it's Sally's Grill in Milwaukee. I'll just read the description. 
Uh, it says Sally's Grill is beloved for great breakfast plates and even better burgers. The restaurant uses quarter pound high quality 100% sirloin beef delivered fresh daily from a local butcher and farm fresh Wisconsin butter to make its cream of the crop butter burger served with Sally's stewed onions. There are 13 different varieties of said burger on the menu. Mm. So it right. looks it looks like kind of a, a basic burger in what they have, but obviously <laughs> if there's 13 different varieties, then I think it can get pretty crazy, and I may have to research that. I'm trying to see where Sally's is here. I'm looking it up. Uh, it's in Milwaukee. Yes. So, oh, For, you know, yeah. you know, what we could do is, you know, once we're allowed back in Wisconsin, <laughs> is uh, or once Wisconsin's, you know, once that border is open, uh, is we could have our Wisconsin correspondent, <laughs> your boss and my old boss, Mitch Rosen, <laughs> try it yes. for us. Oh, you know, it's good. You know, it's some good stuff, some good yeah. bites in it. You know, and a lot of energy afterwards. The hits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I, I, I can't wait to travel again. Uh, I just can't wait. That like the what we were talking about this with my friend just to kind of break topic a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I think eventually, well, once this is all over, we might look back at it. Like with a little bit of fondness of like, okay, we got to slow things down a little bit and it makes us appreciate the freedom we do have in terms of like, I can go wherever I want in the country. I can drive to this state and go to this beach and it's not a big deal. Like the things we're missing out on now, I feel like hopefully when things open up again, I'm going to be more willing to do. I feel like pre pandemic, I would talk myself out of a lot of stuff like, "Eh, I don't want to. I don't want to pack up the car and go that far. And eh, I don't really want to make that drive or go to that beach. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'll just tell me where to go and I'll go. I just want to get the hell out of here. And it's not so much about like sitting around watching TV and just hanging around home. I just cannot wait to get traveling again and seeing the country. And I'm really going to prioritize that when all this is over. And these burger lists are good motivation. This one from Iowa, the zombie burger. Okay. I, I'm trying to see the burger itself looks breaded. Like it looks like it's uh it, it then and they don't describe it well oh, yeah. in the uh in the story. It just says Zombie Burger and Drink Lab in Des Moines has more than twenty different burgers with a cheeky horror with cheeky horror themed names like the Walking Ched and They're Coming to Get You Barbara, the Undead Elvis. You would not eat this, Rick. I tried to get Colleen to popular. do the Undead Elvis, and she wouldn't <laughs> oh. go for it. I don't want to know what that is at I all. I don't either. <laughs> says it features peanut butter, fried bananas, and bacon, American cheese, egg, and mayo. Good Lord. Ooh. That is a coronary. But really, this burger looks fried. I don't know. If anyone's had the zombie burger in Iowa, hit us up to uh, imfatpod at gmail.com. And speaking of I'm Fat Pod. I want to tell you about our friends at Dr. Squatch Soap Company. Uh, you guys have really uh, stepped up and supported Dr. Squatch just huge over the last few months when they've become a partner. Promo, I'm fat. Now you're going to save more on your order, and it still helps out Rick and I uh, is in terms of like, you know, partnerships with the podcast. Those are good things for us. Mm-hmm. And I want to share with you an email I was sent uh, a little bit ago from podcast listener chad he says hey guys love the show after hearing one of your commercials for dr squatch soap my teenage son bought me a sample pack for father's day i'm normally an irish spring guy and i probably wouldn't have splurged on this for myself but the soap feels and smells great and there's something extra manly about having a solid brick of soap in your hands in the shower and the most important part 
My wife, he told me to insert the Borat voice, yeah. loves it too. He said, feel free to read any part of this on the air. Uh, I'd like to recommend it to your listeners too. That's from Chad and Cape Cod. So Chad is a uh, convert to Dr. Squatch Soap, like so many of our listeners, and they've just released their line of toothpaste, which I cannot wait to try. I put my order in yesterday. They have morning and night toothpastes. Go to drsquatch.com, take that Squatch quiz, and when you find what you want, Use that promo code I'm fat at checkout and you will save on the order and help the podcast. I recommend the pine tar soap, the cool fresh aloe soap, and get yourself that soap saver to protect your investment. You are paying, you know, for a premium soap. It's a little bit more than the stuff you're going to get at the at the store, but it's worth it and you want it to last. So get yourself that soap saver. It's a one-time investment to protect your Squatch pur- purchases down the road. DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm fat. You said urine. <laughs> probably <laughs> that's not a soap by the way no that's that, not a soap sense that would be no. a bad soap sense you know what soap sense. i would try it you're gonna submit it <laughs> yeah here's an idea yeah uh, you're you're fired right. <laughs> we're immediately pulling i'm fat pot as a promo code thank you okay um, one, one yeah, more quick thing before we get to uh ask a fat questions in the last week, you put out on, I believe, the Facebook page and Twitter. Yeah. And I believe Instagram as well. The bone-in versus bone-out wings, your thoughts, essentially. And I believe it was almost two to one bone-in uh, being preferred. Does that surprise you at all? That doesn't surprise me at all. So on Twitter, the results were 65-35 in favor of bone-in. That's about what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I order boneless more often um, just because of the ease of eating it. I feel like, I don't know, I, we've discussed this before. Rick and I don't like getting our hands super dirty while we eat. But now and again, I just have that taste for bone-in wings. And when, when that craving hits, you have to have them. Yeah. I also feel like when like ordering bone-in wings is a safer bet. Then boneless, if you're at a place you've never tried before. Um, by the way, on this Facebook account, it was 61 to 39 in favor of bone-in, so a little bit closer there. Um, but I feel like, it, yeah, there's a, there's a, it's easier to handle a boneless, but you're more guaranteed a good experience with bone-in. That's sort of how I see things. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I know we've mentioned it. I'm lazy like that, too, where I would... I don't know how many times out of 10 I'll get boneless versus bone in, but it's at least six, maybe pending on, you know, pending on the time, six to eight times out of 10, I'm getting boneless as opposed to bone in. It just mm-hmm. um, depending on whatever I'm feeling today, or if it's a different place that I'm going to where they're just absolutely known for how killer their bone in wings are, then I'll be more likely to give it a spin, but yeah, I know I'm in the minority on that, and I'm perfectly okay with that. There's plenty of things that I am that I am see like with peanut butter. I know I'm right, and everybody else is wrong. Yes, see, that's like, how it always works. Yeah, of course. But I'm in a I'm in a huge <laughs> min, in a huge minority on that, and I feel bad for the rest of you. Now with the wings, I understand I'm in the minority, but I understand it completely. Oh, 100%. I'm an idiot. Uh, but I completely understand it for everybody else wanting to go bone in. It's just a little bit of a preference thing. And I will take the negative looks that I get for saying boneless in front of some people because you just get the, you know, you get the stink eye, you get the shake of the head. 
And I'll take it for those because I understand that, hey, it's just a convenience thing for me. You said bone-in. The best in internet and entertainment is here, and it's all powered by Xfinity for one unbelievable value. Introducing breakthrough Wi-Fi speed, now faster than a gig. That's enough to handle every device in the house and then some. And with X1, you get access to live TV and top streaming apps. Upgrade today with Xfinity. Check out our internet and TV offers. And now through March 15th, ask how to get a free upgrade to gig speed for a year. Now 20% faster. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Gig offer limited to standard plus more with two-year agreement compatible x5 gateway 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more is that shakespeare nope it's geico uh, yeah yeah yeah. that's shakespeare from one of his unpublished works oh it be not for awakening nay give it thou the berries for 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more no it's from geico because they help save people money Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. First Ask a Fat question comes from Erin on Facebook. She found us on Facebook at I'm Fat Pod. Is it okay to give my two-year-old daughter two powdered donuts at the same time? Yes. I don't understand the concern. Is it too much to handle? Too much? Are you afraid she's going to inhale the powder and choke? Yeah, that that was the only thing that I could think of. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It does happen now and again, and it happens to the best of us. You get that first powdered sugar, don't you? Go <gasps> when you take your first bite and you almost choke to death, um, and then you have half a donut in your mouth, and that that sometimes those have a tendency to dry out and expand in your mouth too. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know what, Aaron? Maybe you're right. Maybe uh, as a mother, you should just pace yourself, just one powdered donut at a time, just for safety's sake, to start. Yeah, right. Yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah, you gotta build up the tolerance to that. Because I know so many kids are specialized these days. If your kid's gonna specialize in, you know, expanding how much of a certain food to eat, powdered donuts is a good way to go. Who's ever complained about a powdered donut? I love powdered donuts. Speaking of Waltz, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh Waltz powdered sugar donut holes are incredible. And oh, Mariano's powdered sugar donut holes are awesome oh i'm right it's like eating a powdered sugar cloud i just like so one day i was out there when i was back shopping for my parents um my mom always gets the van- french vanilla muffins there which are also delicious and someone had just like abandoned a box of powdered sugar donuts right next to them like all right that means they're for me uh so i bought them and they were amazing and even like because hope is not the biggest dessert person um and she'll usually be like all right well i'll try and it's like "Eh, it's not as good as you said typically she was like oh my these are the best donut holes i've ever had the mariano's powdered sugar donut holes do it it's written down and the next time i go to mariano's they will likely be purchased (laughs) and then mariano's will explode because i talked about them right (laughs) (laughs) our next question here comes from steven he says what restaurant menu item did you love ordering only for the restaurant to pull it off their menu. Well, I have talked at length about the double-decker taco from Taco Bell, which still fails to exist. Um, However, because of the demise of Junior's Hot Dogs and now Don's Hot Dogs, the Orange Bang is no longer available for me. And this was a whipped orange soda. It's really hard to describe if you've never had one. It was like a creamy orange soda. Absolutely delicious. The texture of it was great. It's like the taste of my childhood. 
And I wouldn't get it every time I went there because it was a sugar bomb. Mm-hmm. But now and again, I just wanted that taste. And the orange bang from Junior slash Don's. Uh, hopefully when Don's rebuilds, they bring back the orange bang machine because it was absolutely the best thing ever. Okay, I've got two that pop to mind. One okay. is very recently. I did not know, even though I had heard reports, that the caramel apple empanada is no more at Taco Bell. And that is a shame. Hmm. It's Idiots. so good. It's a better version of the McDonald's apple pie. Ha- Wait a minute. That's a statement. I know That's it saying is. something. And I love the McDonald's apple pie, but the caramel apple empanada from Taco Bell is, is slash was even better. Well, I'm never going to be able to find that out now. Yeah, it's like I understand a lot of people get the cine twists and stuff, but I'm telling you, that caramel apple empanada was fantastic. All right, that every, sounds really every good. Every single time I go to Taco Bell, I would get that. So, I yeah, Taco Bell, of, a big all, loss. of all the things Taco Bell's getting rid of, that's the one that, that angers me the most. <sighs> that's disappointing, man. I, I hope once the pandemic ends, the Taco Bell, like, starts getting her menu built up again because it seems like that's a big part of the reason for pairing back on things Mm -hmm. just to make things back there a little more efficient probably less crossover from employees having to step over each other and stuff like that so i get that hopefully that's all it is and all these great menu items come back all right got a question here from ben he says what famous former fat do you despise the most Ooh, that's good now before i answer this this is not my answer. Have you seen pictures of Adele lately? Ah, uh, not recently. No. Okay. You, if you went to her Instagram right now, I know if your phone is handy, and you saw the picture of her, you would not think it's her. Okay. It's unbelievable how much weight she's lost, and I thought Adele was absolutely gorgeous when she was at her fullest figure. Um, but she's unrecognizable now. She's gotten so thin. She's also done the weird thing that a lot of people are doing now with the Holy light crap. hair. Yeah. And super dark eyebrows. This is like a new thing that, that women are doing that I'm not, yeah. I don't understand cause I'm old. Um, but uh, go look up Adele on her Instagram. It will blow your mind how much weight she's lost, but I don't hate her at all. Um, the former fat that I'm most disappointed in is not famous at all. It's my cousin, Nick Zawoski, who comes from a long line of fats uh he's got fat cousins like me and my cousin matt and gary his brothers john and eric they're fat too but nick who was fat was a lineman at walsh college in canton all of a sudden has abs i don't even know you anymore man i don't even know you taking pictures of his salad for dinner taking pictures of his 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 his, i I can't even talk his grilled chicken with beans Who do you think you are, man? I know who you are, Nick Zawoski, and you'll be back. Oh, oh you'll be back. <laughs> so the first one that popped to mind was kind of the first of a long, troubling string of offensive linemen that yes. were willing to come out as now skinny. Matt Burke, the former center for the Minnesota Vikings. And I always, I, I always appreciated him as a player because I always thought, you know, centers or really offensive linemen in general don't get enough love. But he, he was similar to Olin Krutz in the fact that he had the cool, like, neck thing that oh, he yeah. wore. So I'm always a fan of guys that have stuff like that. Uh, but then when he – it was, like, in that offseason after he retired, 
when it was like training camp or something like that came around, all of a sudden he's like, I'm retired and here are my abs. And I was just like, (laughs) what are you? (laughs) Well, I know for like a lot of those guys when they're playing, it's a struggle air quotes struggle to keep on the weight. They Mm -hmm. have to maintain an an NHL, sorry, hockey's on the brain an NFL lineman size. And they need like so many calories to maintain that. My cousin Alex played football at Oregon and then Washington. He was just a wide receiver, but he needed to make weight all the time. So he's like, I have to have four milkshakes a day. I'm like, oh, you poor bastard. Right. Um, but when those guys are done, their bodies just sort of revert to where they were. Uh, the first guy I saw like that, and it's happened with a lot of guys, a lot of linemen. Joe Thomas is another example of that. Mm-hmm. Owen Cruz is a good example. Owen Cruz is, is like a normal size skinny dude now. Yeah. The first one that I saw was Tom Thayer. Mm-hmm. You would never look at Tom Thayer and say that guy was an NFL offensive lineman. Yeah. There's no way. Tom Thayer looks like, I mean, he's he's built, he's in good shape, he's in good physical condition, but you never look at that guy and go former NFL lineman. No, no, maybe tight end, maybe wide receiver, but lineman, no way in hell. And he was the first guy I really noticed that just like retired and got back in shape. And uh, man, th- but it's become the trend now. These big football players are going back to um, to skinniness and it's... It's good for them, I guess. It's still sort of disappointing. Right. So with Joe Thomas, I, I, I judge him a little different because he's not like super skinny ripped. He's just like normal guy now. Mm-hmm. And like he has openly said he works out as much as he does so he can still eat whatever the hell he wants. Okay, I can, I can appreciate yeah. that. He's not, I mean, I don't you know, understand it, but I get it. Right. He doesn't. He's not <laughs> posting pictures of salads or anything like that. Nick. Jerk. I always t- I always taunt him on his Instagram like you'll be back. I see this. Yeah. Like, I know you want onion rings. You want onion rings right now, don't you? He's also a fan of Nickelback, like a legit unapologetic Nickelback fan. Oh God, I know. <laughs> Other than that, though, he's a cool dude. Jesus, it's a hell of a <laughs> right, mountain to climb. <laughs> really, it is. Uh, this one comes from Bob. He says, "What is the most overrated fat guy food?" Mine is going to infuriate people, so if you want to go first, feel free. Most overrated fat guy food. Well, I mean, for me, I got to take my, I don't know, taking my own personal biases out of it. Yeah, take take away your peanut butter. Just stuff that you would eat that you think is overrated, I think, is the way we should answer this. Okay. Hmm. Do you want me to do mine first? Yeah, do yours first. All right, I'm going to say it. I think ribs are overrated. I like them. I think they're really good. When I go to a barbecue place, never am I ordering ribs. It's just not, you know, the work to payoff ratio is not usually worth it unless I'm going to a place that is world famous for ribs. If they're like, this is the place in America or in this state, you if you go there, you have to get ribs. If you don't get ribs, you're an idiot. Other than that, I'm I'm not getting ribs at a barbecue place. I'm just not. I just think they're kind of like, okay, I got a slab of ribs. That's expensive. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much food. I'd much rather get a big plate of pulled pork or brisket or whatever when I go to a barbecue place. I think ribs are are overrated. I actually think when you can say that last bit might have swayed me to agree. Because, yeah, like I, I like ribs. I'm like you, where I never find myself ordering ribs unless the place is specially known Renowned. for the ribs. Yeah. Yeah. 
the price aspect is such a good point because if you consider like i don't know if it's like ounces of meat per dollar or something like that ribs mm-hmm. have to be like way down on the list of like value so that that's really good because hmm that might I've be it that, that that yeah, seriously I've, might be it i've got another one too this is this is in the dessert uh category okay cupcakes cupcakes mm, look amazing I, you see I them in the cooler disagree i always feel like when i look at a cupcake i see that it looks like really really big and tons of frosting i find that most of the time the cake part of a cupcake is really dry uh almost to the point where you're like <coughs> as you're eating it uh just you know i'd much rather have a brownie or a chocolate chip cookie or some sort of you know decorated sugar cookie than a cupcake almost every time um, I will say the place nothing bunt cakes. Yes, those cupcakes are amazing. But for the most part, unless you're going again to like a specialty place like Sweet Mandy Bees or Nothing Bunt Cakes, I find that cupcakes are usually dry and look a lot better than they than they taste. I disagree with you on cupcakes, okay. and it's not just because in lieu of an actual cake, we had cupcakes for uh, my wedding. So that, like that was we did have like the one uh you know how like on the as seen on TV there's like the one uh silicone thing where you can make in one ignorant size cupcake. Yes. We did that as like the topper. <laughs> oh, and then it was awesome. just like different tiers with like different with like cupcakes all over them. So it worked out really well for us. But uh no, I just think you've been having some bad cupcakes. Okay. Because I'll keep trying. Mariano's really good cupcakes. All right. Uh, by the way, best wedding desserts. How about Lawrence Holmes's wedding Dude. with the do right donuts? Oh, yes. my God. Like, I, I just love that it was no frills. It was like, listen, this is a party now. Like, just because yep. it's a party because of a wedding doesn't mean it has to be super fancy. It was like, let's get pizza. Let's get do right. And we're set. And everybody there was thrilled. Yes. Yes. Everybody there was like, hell yes, pizza and donuts. What else do I want in the world? Nothing. Yeah. It was perfect. All right. Got one here from Joe Zadralovich. He is from uh, Marishka's in Crest Hill. Uh, Go check them out. Go get the poor boy. If you've not had a Marishka's poor boy, what are you even doing with your life? He says, which fat stereotypes anger you most or are you angered at all? Um, I think the one that gets me is the hygiene thing. Yeah. Just because I'm fat doesn't necessarily mean I'm sweaty or stinky. Um, I take very good, obviously I'm a Dr. Squatch user, so I smell delightful at all times, but like, I don't think being fat necessarily means you're gross or, uh, sweaty or stinky or you have, uh, hygiene issues. That's probably the one that bothers me the most. Agreed. Like uh, one thing when I was at the score every day, uh, Kevin Z pack in one of the ultimate backhanded compliments, which he specializes in, uh, he would always <laughs> tell me, he's like, you know what? For a fat guy, you really don't smell bad. And yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kev. You're the best. That's that's the way. Yeah, that's the way he works. Uh, The other one is that um, because of being fat and certain things are not visible, I am fat and I can see it. Oh, thank you very much. Congratulations to me. But what ties those two together, being able to see it and being hygienic is (laughs) is our friends at Manscaped. (laughs) 
who are the best in men's below the belt grooming manscaped offers a precision engineered tool for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience get the lawnmower 3.0 if you have not already listen it's got a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce those manscaping accidents that we've all had, you know, for whatever reason, it's their skin safe technology. It's also got that LED light, which, you know, if you can't see things properly because of the lighting in a room, the LED light helps you out right there. And it's got the 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. I'm a big fan of the crop preserver, which is the deodorant. It's oil free. It makes me feel great and a lot more secure going out on a daily basis. If in these hot summer days you come home, you got that crop revival. If you just need a, a quick freshening up before you go back out, it's right there for you. Then there's the boxers. There's the hair care products. There's the shed, which is the travel storage bag. It's right there for you. So use promo code I'm fat. That one stays the same. Promo code I'm fat at manscaped.com. Save 20% off and get free shipping. It's a great value. I didn't necessarily think I was going to, you know, that Manscaped was necessary until I used it. Now I love being someone that uses the Manscaped line of products. So once again, 20% off and free shipping. That's an underrated part of this with promo code I'm fat at manscaped.com. All right. I have one more ask a fat question uh, and it comes from my wife, Hope. Yeah. A uh, little bit of sad news in the fat community this weekend. If you missed it, Wilford Brimley passed away. Yeah. He of the diabetes. He of the Quaker Oats. He of the world's most boring baseball movie, The Natural. Uh, will Wilford Brimley get an honorary title in the Onion Ring of Honor? Hmm. I mean, he... Interesting. Maybe we, this might have to be something we do, Rick. Like, you know, we've talked about adding features. We have the March Fatness, which automatically gets the winner into the Onion Ring of Honor. Yeah. We might have to have, like, a yearly vote for who's the honorary, you know, the Veterans Committee. Yeah. You know, we can come up. See, we're getting our, on something right here. We need a dead we need fat like, of the year. Yeah. we Or we need, like, a, 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 you know, four fat people, me and you and two others, to vote on. You know, we'll, we'll get, like, maybe three or four candidates. We'll mm-hmm. get listeners' feedback on who should be the honorary inductee and we will vote oh, as a committee we could, on who it should be we could have an entire pod dedicated to the candidacy of all four i like have, this, this... If, if we have like four people involved we could have each person kind of like what dan pompey does for the nfl hall of fame sometimes mm-hmm. every yeah. person you know takes the cause of one of the people trying to get the dead fat into the onion ring of honor vote <laughs> They don't have to be dead necessarily. I mean, it doesn't hurt. All right. It doesn't hurt. Well, I will tell you, whenever we do this, Wilford Bramley has my vote. He should be there uh, as a fellow diabetic and as a fellow fat guy with facial hair. Uh, hopefully, when I reach 80 years old, I will look just like Wilford Bramley with the cowboy hat, with the the bolo tie, the whole the whole thing. Uh, that is what I that is what I appeal to or what I hope to look like later in life, like Wilford Brimley. All right, before we get out of here, one more thing that we should have reminded you about in the beginning, too, but we're bad people. Yep. Our, our guys at 26 Shirts, yes. they still have the National Hot Dog Day shirt available. It goes up to 3X size-wise, which is awesome. Jay and I both got ours this weekend. It is an awesome-looking shirt. I'm excited to, you know, A, get to go out and actually see people, but then get to wear mm-hmm. that shirt when I see those people. 
So you have until, I believe, through uh, August 5th. August 5th to be able to get this shirt. That is Wednesday for those keeping score at home. Uh, So make sure that you go over to 26 shirts. You look at that thing. Then once you look at it, you're like, well, I have to buy this. Get the shirt because it benefits the greater the greater Chicago food depository. So, I mean, it's for charity, too. Yeah. You owe it to yourself to get this cool shirt. It's all I really like the pattern. It's really a cool design and 26 shirts. um, They're always doing cool stuff for good causes. They I know they had one to help out Rick's brother. Uh, when my sister passed, they released a shirt on on behalf of her, raising money for epilepsy research. So 26 shirts, uh, Mike McKay over there doing great, great work, doing yeoman's work, and he does it for free. Uh, so so uh, go support 26 Shirts Chicago. They're a great, great company doing great things for the community, as Dan Jiggins would say. <laughs> so we want to thank you again, and as always, for listening to the podcast, for contributing to the podcast, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the podcast, and telling some friends, because we always want to expand ourselves and our I'm Fat podcast community. So, for Jay, I'm Rick, this is the I'm Fat podcast. You'll be back, Nick Zawaski. You will be fat again. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a park ranger, but the only quotes they'd probably give you would be about the beauty of a fallen leaf or ripples in a pond, not the kind that could save you money on your policies. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, who's an expert navigator of the insurance landscape. They could use their expertise to guide you on ways to save hundreds on your policies, while leaving it up to your park ranger to save the wilderness and any endangered picnic baskets. Go online to geico.com local to find a Geico agent near you. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.